Welcome to the Happy Man Coaching Podcast, where we talk all about love, life, and relationships. I'm your host and Happy Man Coach, Charlie McKeever. If you're a man who's looking to avoid divorce while understanding your wife, yourself, and your life better, head over to happymancoaching.com and download my free Happy Man Action Plan. And while you're there, click on the Contact tab and set up a free coaching call to talk about how to save your marriage. If your wife has said, I need space, or I love you, but I'm not in love with you, or I want a separation or divorce, we definitely need to talk. I've been where you are, and I know how important it is to talk to someone who understands you and your situation. Go to happymancoaching.com and request your free coaching call now. Okay, let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. Today, I want to talk to you about letting go of lack. Have you ever had, uh, you ever looked for something and, and it was right in front of you and you couldn't quite see it? Have you ever had someone explain something to you and you, you couldn't quite understand what they were talking about because you thought they were talking about something else? Have you ever thought you threw something out? thought you didn't have something only to discover that it was sitting in a drawer or in a box in your house. Well, this is what I'm talking about. This idea of letting go of this idea that we don't have what we need, that it's, it's not possible to understand what we, what we need to understand in order to have what we want. And on this, on this journey for myself, I've come to recognize that I've struggled all of my life thinking that I needed to, um, that I needed to push, that I needed to work hard, that I needed to be more, that what I wanted was separate from me and withheld from me and that, and that in order to get what I wanted, I had to, I had to make it happen. And this was something that was learned. It was something that, and an idea that I adopted through my own experiences in life and through whatever was handed to me by the people in my life, by the, by, by the stories, by, um, by teachers, by parents, by, well, like I said, just a, a series of experiences. You know, you have those bullies at the bus stop kind of moments and, and, and then you start to put together a story about how this whole thing is supposed to go. This whole thing called life. <laughs> Not to break into a Prince song, but uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here to talk about this thing called life. Um, so when we have this idea that we have to, that we're separate from that we have to struggle for, then it's hard for us to see what's already in front of us. It's hard for us to recognize that, that we already have what we need and that, and that we're not appreciating what we have. We're not understanding what we have. And, and because we are thinking that it's not there, um, it's hard for us to see it. So I will give you an example 
to, from my own life to make this more concrete because it seems very abstract when we talk about it, right? Uh, so I've been on this journey for four years, four and a half years. And I say on this journey, like, I've, <laughs> like I haven't been on this journey for, since, the, since the moment that the egg and the sperm came together. <laughs> you know, so really I've been on this journey for um, almost 52 years now, you know, 51 years of, of, of breathing air uh, uh, and the, on the outside of the womb and then nine months of being on the inside. So almost 52 years. But consciously awake, aware, 51 years, <laughs> 50 or, or four years, four years, four years of conscious, awake, aware, um, intentional understanding. And in that time, I've had to learn that sometimes we're going to have thoughts. Sometimes we're going to have days. We're just going to have days. We don't need to label them as good days or bad days. We're just going to have days. And there's this story about, about um, I can't remember what culture or where it comes from, but the story of two wolves, the two li- wolves. We have two wolves that live inside of us and, and that... Uh, and that the wolf that's stronger is the one that we feed. And I love that, that idea because yesterday was a day where I could have fed the dark wolf, um, the shadow, the inner critic, the, the part of our thinking that says that we're separate from or lacking of what it is that we want in our lives. And so, uh, recognizing that I was having these thoughts, and it was a Sunday, I didn't have anything planned, I was just trying to decompress from the week, just let my mind relax, um, recharge, renew, be prepared for a week ahead. And I often find that when I do that, uh, I either experience one of three states. Um, One is total disconnection and um, bliss where I'm just sort of like just totally relaxed enjoying the day or the total opposite end which is where my inner critic uh, wants to poke and prod at me which was yesterday or sometimes you know there's the middle ground which is um, maybe I'm more active than I thought I was going to be or or it's just you know just a um, it's just a, a relaxing day and you know, there's no, there's, there's no highs or lows. Well, yesterday was a day of, of inner critic. The inner critic, for some reason, was wanting to talk to me, wanting to say things to me, wanting to poke and prod. And, and instead of allowing that to throw me off balance and to get all upset and to be, to be frustrated with the fact that my inner critic was, was uh, chatty on a day when... I didn't want to, I just wanted to relax. I just didn't want to think about anything. And I wanted to just decompress and recharge and renew and reboot and all those words. Uh, I just had to recognize that it was happening and just acknowledge that it was happening. Acknowledge that my inner critic was chatty and give it space. Give it space. I gave it space to gripe. I gave it space to be. And 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 let it be okay let it be okay that it was griping and um and not feed it not not believe what it was saying 
not lean into the emotion of it, not lean into the fear, not let it compress my chest and make me feel trapped, not anything, but just let it be. Just acknowledge that my inner critic was chatty. Okay. And then, uh, and, and just to be clear, it was particularly chatty about my sex life because I recognize that I have a high sex drive, that I, I am a sexual being, that I have a sexual self, and, and that there are, there are moments, many moments, when, when my wife and I are misaligned on that. She is not in that same space that I am. And this is something that comes up in relationships. Sometimes one, uh, well, not sometimes, most of the time, one person is more um, sexual than the other person. Now, that might mean that it's generally the, the man who is more um, sexually energized than, than the woman. Um, sometimes it's flipped where the woman is more sexually energized than the man. Sometimes it can go back and forth, right? Um, where, where one person is feeling particularly frisky and the other person isn't. It, it would be damn near impossible for us to be equilibrium, right? Exactly matched all the time. And I'm not talking about uh, couples that, that are both equally excited about um, being sexual. I'm talking about this idea where you know, one person wants it, one person doesn't. One person is in the mood, one person is not. So this is what, where my, my inner critic was, was being uh, particularly chatty with me yesterday. And specifically what I've learned is that it's, when it's chatty like that, it's not really even talking about sex. It's talking about whether or not I am expressing myself in life, whether or not I am um, leaning into my discomfort or leaning beyond my edge or being fully me, um, not holding back. And, and this is a, this is a conversation with self, right? It's a conversation about self. It's a conversation about being good enough or doing it right or having what you need or lacking something. And, uh, and a lot of times, you know, when we, especially as men, when we feel this, we can become discontent. We can become um, frustrated. And, and because of the topic, because generally we're talking about something that involves another person, we can associate that frustration with that other person. And this is, this is very common for men to become frustrated to, uh, at their wives for what they think that they're not getting, this, this, uh, this vibrant sexual uh, expression of life. And, and really, yeah, she's your, she's your dance partner, but there's also a lot of being in that, that, that we can own as a man. And so that's our part to work on. That's our part to show up and, and have be clear about. So again, back to my inner critics, particularly chatty yesterday, and I was just letting it, letting it go, uh, and, and recognizing that I could have a day. That it didn't have to be a good day, it didn't have to be a bad day, I didn't have to label it. I just had a day. I had a day 
I, I chose to um, mentally relax. I chose to physically relax. I, uh, I watched TV with my son. I watched some documentaries and some comedy on Netflix. I read a little bit. I worked a little bit. I rested a little bit. Um, I did some things for the house, uh, even though they were minor. And it just was a day. And, and I didn't worry about trying to quell the inner critic. I was just like, okay. And so for me, the, the, the success of the day really was being able to, to have the inner critic be chatty, but, but not be drawn down by it, not be affected, not be pulled off center, not allow it to affect my mood, not allow it to affect how I was being with my family, how I was loving my kids or loving my wife or loving myself. And so, uh, so that was a good day. That was a good day. And so then, so then right before I went to bed last night, and this is generally what I do, I read or I write something down or, you know, journal a little bit or just kind of set my intention for the, for the next day, because whatever we go to bed with at night is what we're going to wake up with in the next morning. And I generally don't want to carry any sort of negativity from the previous day into the next. So I try to focus, uh, more on how I want to show up for the next day and how, what, how I want to set my intention. And so I, uh, I had this thought and I said, you know, it, 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 I was reminded that I am not separate from, I'm not separate from my wife. I am not separate from the universe. I am not separate from that which I desire. Um, it's only the thought that I am lacking something or that I am separate from that keeps me behaving, keeps me feeling, keeps me showing up as if I don't have it. And, and that's not to say that we don't have healthy boundaries. That's a whole different conversation. I'm not talking about being fused or being um, enmeshed or being codependent. What I'm talking about is this concept of existence, this concept of where we come from and where we go to when we die and what we're made up of and, and, and whether or not uh, someone else holds our happiness or whether or not we are, um, yeah, separate from all that which we seek. And so, so I was reminded that I'm not really separate. And in that, I was also reminded that, that what I want isn't being withheld from me. It's not something that I need to struggle to get. It's not something that it's not something that uh, that I need to, to tell myself I don't have, right? To to because sometimes what we do when we when we pray or when we meditate or when we when we're in this self-development space, one of the things that we do is we tell ourselves, you know, uh, please help me do this. Please help me do that. Please give me this. Please give me that. Right. And that's, that is to, that's okay. That's good. Reaching out and asking for help and setting our minds, setting our attention on what we want, being clear. But there's also this, uh, there's also this, this letting go that needs to happen where we, where we let go of the idea that we don't have it or that we're not going to get it or that we have to struggle 
in order to obtain it. And so that in that letting go, in that acknowledging, in that intention, in that focus, but also in that letting go, we say, I, I wrote down last night, I wrote down, uh, show me what I need to see. Show me what I need to see. Not let me see, like as if I wouldn't, like I'm lacking the ability to see or can't see. Not a, hello, Pancho. Hi, 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 Sorry. Uh, not that I can't see. That, show me what I need to see. I'm, 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 I'm open. I am willing. I am ready uh, to see what I need to see. Show me what I need to see. And, and I kid you not, my, <laughs> I, I crawled into bed and I sleep naked. There, I said it. I sleep naked. Sleep naked most every night. My wife knows this, right? It's not a secret. <laughs> She's, we've been married for almost 27 years. Um, and so I crawled into bed and my wife came from the bathroom. She came to the side of the bed and she looked at me and she said, are you, you ready? Cause the light is on her side of the bed. And this is kind of our, our routine. Uh, she said, are you ready? And I said, yep. And she lifted up the covers and she looked and she saw that I was naked and she smiled at me and she said, are you ready? And I said, I smiled, I looked at her and I smiled and I said, yep. And, and she dropped the covers and then she stripped her clothes off and she crawled into bed. And we embraced each other. We loved each other. We held each other for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. Lost, lost track of time. And then we made love. And it wasn't orgasm, it wasn't um, gratuitous, you know, just uh, physical pleasure. It was connection. It was connection, it was intimacy, it was love. And in that moment, again, like I said, I'm not separate from my wife, I'm not separate from the universe. I don't believe that the universe is separate from my wife. I don't believe, when I say I'm not separate from, I mean my, my wife, the universe, me, you, we're all one. And, and it's only this belief that we're separate from that keeps us trapped. And so, so in that, in that loving, right on the heels of, of me telling the universe, show me what I need to see. Here was this expression from my partner, from my wife saying, saying, I love you. And not, and I'm not talking about a physical love, right? I'm not talking about a sexual love. I'm talking about, I love you. And, and that acceptance of ourself, that love of ourself, that love from the universe, that acceptance, that gratitude, that abundance. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, we're swimming in it. I'm talking about the fact that it's right in front of us and that it's only our thought that we don't have it or that we're trapped 
or that we don't deserve it that keeps us stuck. And so, so today what I want you to do is I want you to write that down. Show me what I need to see. Show me what I need to see. And then be open to seeing it. Let the inner critic chatter, but still know that you're okay. And know that good things are yours to have. You've been listening to the Happy Man Coaching Podcast. Remember to download your free Happy Man Action Plan at happymancoaching.com. And until next time, remember to breathe, go slow, and love yourself like your life depends on it.